0: Welcome back. Week 49 for all I know. I don't, I don't <laughs> keep track anymore. Um, what did you have going on yesterday?
1: Um, Unless you can't talk about it. Oh, yesterday evening I had a meeting. Uh, all the elders quorum presidents in the state meet once a quarter or something. Mm. The state. But it just so happened that mom got sick. She was at girls camp mm. up at, uh, above Pineview View, camp of, a coca or something, a coca. and uh, she got sick. She threw up, and so mm. I went up and got her. I didn't go to the meeting after all, but that's what I did. I went up and got her and brought her home. She was not She's still not feeling great. Something she ate probably. I don't know. I thought it might be the altitude. You know, sometimes altitude, but she's never done that before, so I don't know. Yeah, and I mean,
0: I'm, you're not climbing
1: that much. No, it's not that high, but is it up by Kazi? It's not that high. It's, no. it's, you know, after you leave Pineview, you're going up that road, yeah. you know, toward Kazi. It's only like a mile and a half. And right, then you right turn right off half. by the river. And uh, just a beautiful camp. It's a really, really nice camp. But, yeah, you know, she threw up. <laughs> she, uh, she was sitting on her bed. And, you know, a lot of times you'll get a warning you're going to throw up. <laughs> there was no warning. So she threw up on the lady's bed next to her. I mean, nobody was sleeping. I was going to say, hopefully she wasn't in the bed. <laughs> she wasn't. So, mom felt so bad. So, she left, mom left her bed so she could sleep in that one, her sleeping bag and stuff, because she didn't know if she wanted to sleep in the one that she, she cleaned it off. But still, you know, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, it is, because it was a nice camp. And she, I think she was enjoying it. She was only there one day, and then she got sick, so.
0: Were they doing, is it the whole week? Were they supposed to be up there? Yeah, till Friday.
1: Yeah. Wow. So. Wow, that seems long. Uh, let's see, what was yesterday? Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, yeah, she went up Tuesday morning then? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's not that long. But uh, it was really nice, nice beautiful. Well, it's right along the river. Yeah. Know, it's just really pretty.
0: We've been having some good weather too. Yeah.
1: Well, hot, but good. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Or I guess it's bad because we need the rain, so... I don't know I haven't been enjoying the heat too much because I gotta walk for my job I walk from one building to another only a few times a day but it's just it sucks it out of you when you go you like you hit the heat and you're like oh are but, the buildings air conditioned one of them the one I spend the majority of my time is in is oh that's cool. um the one I go to to pretty much do whatever I do is not. So it's pretty much you want to get in and get out of that one because it's like it's a it's a weld shop. Oh yeah. So all the machines and all the, everything's making heat. So I don't even know. I was actually talking to my lead today. I was like, do they have air conditioning or is it kind of like a lost cause? Like they'd have to over over air yeah, conditioning yeah. so much where it's like it would be so much money, so much power, you know. So I I don't I I don't remember what he said. I don't think he I don't think he knew.
1: And people working there all the time. Hmm. Wow, that would be tough. It's just hot, you know.
0: I mean, it's not... Well, it's pretty bad. (laughs) Because, I mean, they open up like... They have um, big bay doors on one side and the other. Yeah. So they have fans that blow the air through the building. Yeah. So they have, like, fans all the way through the building, all pointing towards one direction. Right. But then, when it's 98 degrees, you're just blowing hotter air. Or maybe a little cooler, but if it's cooler than (laughs) the inside, then it's pretty hot, so... But yeah, I mean, it's... Crazy. Yeah. Sounds like what I'm doing is what I'm going to be doing. You know, change, things change all the time. But sounds like I'll be settling in once I have my computer and kind of doing it on my own. So that'll be nice to just kind of... nice. Focus on one thing at a time. But I don't know. They're debating on putting me in that building or staying in the building I'm in. Either way, I have to walk back and forth. So I'm yeah. like, well, if I'm going to pick... I'm going to stay where there's air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the winter, yeah, yeah. So you have to, I don't know. I've never had the issue of being cold. Well, one time, but our heater went out. So. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, if I have the choice, which they'll probably give me the choice, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. I'm just kind of a go with the flow kind of person. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, if it's hot, whatever. And where I'll be sitting is like an air conditioned cubicle. So it won't be as hot for me as everyone else. But I don't, know. I don't really care. I just kind of want... I mean I've been I've had this job for over a month now and I just got access to the buildings just to get in the buildings yesterday. It's slow. So like I well no well yeah something was happening. I don't think it was uh, just cuz it was slow cuz everyone else that I started with already had all their accesses. But yeah, I got it
1: yesterday and I I still don't have any computer access or anything so I remember when I worked when I started I worked for many companies and whenever I started with the company, a lot of times it was took, just took a while for yeah. everything to get in place, you know. And uh, yeah, you need to go see Joe over in mm-hmm. uh, this department. So you go over and see Joe's not there. He's, yeah. not, there. He's <laughs> exactly. not there today. He's, he'll be back Thursday. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I emailed him. They haven't got back to me. All right. Now <laughs> so you can go read the uh, instruction manual. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've just
0: been pretty much shadowing people because I can't do anything by myself. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, I would be doing that whether... I mean, that's how I would, you would learn either way. Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where... I mean, so my super, So I work with people that work... Are civilians that work for the government. And my supervisor for my company works remotely and only comes on the base when she has to, right? So she's been trying to figure everything out and she's like you're very like just kind of you're very you're handling it very well like you're just kind of going with it I'm like I've worked up here long enough where I know and also you can't rush things up here like (laughs) it's just I'm you know I'm informing you on what's happening and whatever you're gonna do you're gonna do and I'll just be here until it happens (laughs) because I don't know some people I some people well kind of like how I was when I first started you, like, try to be a good employee, and you're, like, all yeah, gung-ho, no. and you're, like, oh, what can I do to make things... But it, you soon realize that there's nothing you can do. You just do what you're told, and... <laughs> and they're happy. That's it, yeah. <laughs> so, funny, that's... Funny. I don't know, it's kind of a role i filled. It's it's hilarious, but... Whatever, it's the life that I'll be living for the next five years while I finish school, probably. I don't think I'll get a new job. I have no reason to, at least. No, I mean, you're
1: making good money. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just... You know,
0: I know they're already talking. They're like, well, when are you going to come over to like the government side? And I'm like, never. (laughs) I'm like, by the time I have my degree, I'll be hopefully leaving government work and going somewhere else. Well, you could still go to government and leave after. You know, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Honestly, once I get my associates for pre-engineering, I'm going to try to do an internship where they'll pay for my school and I can work through that company, whatever that might be. Yeah. So that's going to be my. As soon as I get my associates, that's what I'm going to focus on is just getting an intern, a paid internship, obviously. I don't think there's any such thing as an unpaid internship anymore. Who's going to work for free? No one can afford it. No. I I well, it's pretty uncommon. Isn't there laws against that now? I don't know. I feel like they put something in place where you have to pay interns. I don't know. But either way, yeah. And I mean, I've already talked to um, the college, and they said. They have internship (laughs) programs. That's one of my, I can get, um, course credits once I'm in my, what is pretty much my last semester until I transfer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they have like internship programs that will give you, um, credits, but I probably, I don't know. I assume I will not have time to be like, Oh, summer internship. Like I work full time. It's not like I'm a college student. Right. right? So I can be like, Oh yeah, I'll do the summer internship and then, you know, go to, so
1: I don't know. We'll see.
0: Right now, I'm just,
1: you know, doing my classwork and yeah, going as fast as I can. So, now you started another sem- semester, or are you still in...
0: Now, yeah. So, well, we've just reached our halfway point of summer semester. Oh, okay, okay. So, we have another, I don't know, month and a half-ish. And then we have, like, a week off, and then we start fall.
1: <laughs> so, have you learned anything exciting recently? Um,
0: Let's see. We're, we're in U.S. history. That's interesting. So, we just passed the Civil War... Yeah, so we're like in the late 1800s, early 1900s. No. Yeah. So the Civil War happened. Spanish. I don't know. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, depends on the person. (laughs) I don't find it super. I mean, I find it interesting to the point where you kind of learn a broad history in public education. like When you're up until high school, you kind of learn like the big major events, but that's about all you have time for. Right. So, because this is just U.S. history, you start with them coming to the U.S. and moving on. So it is kind of interesting because you kind of go into um, more depth. But overall, it's not really my cup of tea. Generally, yeah. I, I don't know. It's fine.
1: It's interesting. We were watching Antiques Roadshow the other day, and somebody had a book, uh, the uh, biography autobiography written by Ulysses S. Grant. Mm. He was a general uh, during yeah. the uh, Civil War, and then he became president. And uh, apparently, he lost all of his money in a Ponzi scheme after he became uh, president, and then so he was broke at the end of his life, and he had cancer, so he was dying, and so uh, he decided to write this book because he was hoping that he could get enough money off the book so to support his wife when he died, you know, when he died. And uh, Mark Twain actually got it published for him, (laughs) uh, and it sold gangbusters so he passed away and it more than took care of his wife i mean it was just a really big seller you know they sold millions of well i don't know thousands and thousands of copies and so it worked out so he was able to take care of his wife after he passed away by writing this autobiography i thought that was an interesting story that is kind of cool yeah and the fact that he lost all of his money with with a ponzi scheme of some kind and I want to say that most people probably wouldn't
0: do that because they'd be more concerned with the end of their life. But I guess you would, right? If you had someone you cared about and you knew that you were leaving them with nothing. Yeah, yeah, I, that was very good of him to. Yeah, think that's about kind of that. That. that's cool. Yeah, the, today since you brought up presidency, t- today we were doing a discussion on um, pretty much the. I can't remember the. I wish I remember. I don't know something, but it's it's pretty much about um, how people donate towards elections. Oh yeah, and how there's a cap on how much you can give to the candidate, but there's no cap on giving to their pack. Yeah, so you can there's no cap to donating as much money as you want, pretty much. And how whether it's corrupt or whether it's not corrupt, and how they would change it. So that was kind of interesting because I like the discussions the most. Some, I mean, they're kind of annoying to do every week, but it's cool to see other people's opinions yeah. and you kind of get to rant about your own opinion because it's all, it's all opinion based. <laughs> right. So you're just like, well, this is what I think. Um, so that was, that was kind of an interesting topic. And my point of view is pretty much like, it's been like this since the beginning of time. Money equals power, power equals money. Like <laughs> it's not going to change anytime soon. If you put in place laws where they couldn't take, or they could only take X amount of money then you're either benefiting the candidates that already have a lot of money, right? or it's just going to happen behind the scenes, yeah. and then it's illegally happening, but you're not going to stop it from happening.
1: There was actually a Supreme Court case, you probably talked about it, uh, probably. Not, not too long ago where they now allow uh, businesses to donate as much as they want to. Them. Yeah, that's I think it. that's what it was about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, it's kind of interesting. You're right, money controls so much of, Everything. of, of all this, yeah. it's hard for a little person to make a headway in this, you know, in, a, in an election because you have to have money, you know.
0: I uh, guess we can get support from others. but, but that, That's the whole thing. Like, the only way to succeed is getting that money. Yeah. And I mean, what, I guess if you see the candidate you like getting money from companies you like, you're like, oh, great. Yeah. All is well. Yeah. But you see a candidate you don't like getting money from companies you don't like then all of a sudden it's corruption <laughs> you know what right. I mean so like you kind of have to just I mean I'm kind of one of those people that's just like it is what it is yeah. like, there's nothing I can do about it it's not going to change yeah. I, I don't think do they um, ever bring up Trump or is that just too far in the future um no I mean not yet because yeah we're still in the 1800s yeah. Yeah. but someone did mention it today it, as part of their discussion I can't remember exactly what they said but they said it because we were talking about money and power right yeah um but yeah, I think they're. He, they, I think they might have been referencing how much money he put towards like ad campaigns during his election, and I mean he had no lack of Fine. financial support. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But I mean, all presidents, you don't run for presidency unless you already have a lot of money.
1: Seems that way. I mean, yeah. there's very
0: few. Well, none that I know of that you know start from yeah. not a lot. I mean, they already have the money, and some power to some extent yeah and then it's just you know gain from there but yeah it was it was kind of interesting it said like the it was like 80 or 90 percent of the funds towards the president presidential election i don't remember what year they're talking about came from like 149 donors really yeah that's a small amount no, that's eighty to ninety percent of all the money for the election. No, no, no to... I mean that's a small amount of donors. Oh yeah, <laughs> isn't that that's crazy? A small amount of donors. Yeah, yeah. well, they're not people; they're corporations and unions and stuff. Right, right, right. But I was like, yeah, and those are the people they're catering to in their campaign because they right. need their money. They're not catering to everyone else because what are yeah. we giving them? <laughs> their votes. I'm, yeah, I'm... and
1: then that affects how they. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Uh... I think there's, being, there's a divide taking place in the United States where people that have money and people don't. And I think it's getting wider. and wider. It is. And I think that's why Trump was elected because I was reading something about that today actually that uh, there's the, there are people that feel disenfranchised. They feel like they don't have a say and a lot of the people that voted for Trump were those people. I mean, they felt like, you know, and he was obnoxious and they thought we need somebody to stand up for Change us. Change the system. Yeah, right? we need somebody yeah. to stand up for us and not... Be the, we're not the elites. We're the regular people. The everyday people. person. Yeah. And, and Trump seems to speak for us, even though it's funny because he's one of the elites. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the <laughs> well, rich, t- yeah. rich guys. Yeah. But he kind of talks like one of the. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah. He makes you feel right at home. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, I thought that was an interesting uh, approach to, or take on it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it changing. I mean, my issue with it, and I don't know what side this puts me on, is a lot of people hate the people that make, I mean, if you're talking about the top 0. .0001%, Bezos and, you know, Tesla, what's his name?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah anyways. People hate them, because they're like, no no one person should have that much money. But then what's your, what's your
1: basis for that argument? Uh, well, wow. yeah. And- there's
0: always been people that have a lot of money, and there's always been people
1: that have no money. Well, and some of those people didn't have any money at the beginning, oh, most you know? of the- and they worked their way, and they just earned it, you know. I, yep. Whether whether you like the way they earned it, I don't know. You know, you can
0: well, argue
1: yeah. about that, but. but yeah, I don't know. I hate
0: that argument. They're like they shouldn't have that much money. I'm like, why? Yeah, <laughs> like it's is their is? money. I mean, if you <laughs> had that much money, you wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you wanted to take it away? Yeah, from exactly. You? Like, uh, is that resentment I here or? I don't know i hate I hate when people say that because I'm just like
1: why it's kind of a socialist mind. argument that yeah. you, the people with money have to give it to everybody else which mm, i don't um, I don't agree with
0: yeah but, i don't, I mean it it sounds great in theory, but then you have the whole issue of i mean money motivates people to do all sorts of different things if there's no if the, all the money's the same across the board what's your motivation to, to you know, yeah yeah why why wouldn't I? work at mcdonald's <laughs> if and i'm getting the same amount as the person that's an engineer like, yeah yeah and i don't know but whatever it is what it is but yeah the gap's getting bigger i just read an article like last week i don't think it was even school related i think it was i just came across it that was talking about how the gap is just increasing the poor yes. are getting poorer and the richer getting richer like yeah. and it's just the gap is getting so wide but we talked about it on here like to be considered um Middle class, I think you have to make over $100,000 a year yeah. to be middle class. So like you can make six figures and be lower class still. Like <laughs> that blows my mind right there. I'm like, oh. Um,
1: yeah,
0: how does this work? That's motivating. It is kind of interesting. They, uh,
1: California's starting to, you know how the federal government was giving money to people during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, they, you you. know you're, well, you got some. Yeah. And uh, California's doing that now. They're starting to give money to people that make. A single person that makes less than I think it was seventy five thousand, they get some money. Uh, and, well, this is California, well, yeah, and then sure. a, a couple in California that makes less than one hundred thirty five thousand, they get some money. And so they're trying to get the economy. I don't know. That's the way they're doing it. So. Well, that
0: was that was literally our discussion last week for the same class. Was we were talking about um, the minimum wage. Yeah. And we were referencing articles before California raised their minimum wage. Yeah. Because the whole debate we had on our discussion, which I'm just like, why as an instructor wouldn't you update this? Anyways, I, that's what... <laughs> the first thing I said in my discussion was, well, California is now at $15. They're about to raise it to fifteen fifty. These are articles from 2013. And it was talking about raising the minimum wage in California to $15. I'm like, this is irrelevant right now. <laughs> it's bad. I'm fast. like, it's already... Yeah. I... That stuff annoys me because it, it just, I feel like the teachers just, it's the same thing every single semester. They're just like, oh, the same material. Same. like, update your articles.
1: Well, it's easier online, you know. Yeah, exactly. really I'm like, easily... it's been nine years
0: and <laughs> yeah. we're arguing about something that's already happened. So... Yeah, might, the
1: principle might be the same, but... Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. exactly. The principle is the same, but I don't know. I, I don't agree with the government giving people money, but the whole argument with stimulating the economy... Is that you give people more money, they spend more money in their local area, which raises the economy. So, I mean, I get it. It's just, I don't know. But isn't that motivating people? Like, why would they want to make more money when they're benefiting from making less? Because they're getting money from the government.
1: Yeah, you can see both arguments. Yeah, I know. So
0: I, yeah, that's what's fun about those discussions, because you get both sides of it. Yeah. And then, so you have to comment on other people, so you find, I always find someone I disagree with, <laughs> Does any- I find it more entertaining to be like, well, oh, I disagree, but this is why. Does I'm-. anybody get irate or
1: no. Uh, animated?
0: No, not really. <laughs> no. Well, one person, so in my first semester last year, um, I had I took criminal justice, and there was an ex-sheriff in our class. So, some of those got a little heated. did, Yeah. I, right? Yeah. And just because people have their views about policing, right? And half of that semester was about racial injustice and, you know, policing and all that kind of stuff. Because it was just very... That was what was big at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it still is, but yeah. Um, And sometimes people will write their opinions and, I mean... You tend to have more liberal-based people in universities, yeah. Statistically speaking, sure. So people would get very, you know, and a police chief's not liberal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so every, I mean, he never got irate, but um, there was definitely conflicting views on some of those. And I, I commented on his sometimes and was like, you disagree. But at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. You're doing it to get your points for the assignment. <laughs> yeah, like, generally. you can care as much or less as you want, but, like, you'll never see this person in real life. Especially when you're not going to class with those people. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to say whatever you want to say. It's like the whole issue with social media. People say things on social media that, that they, they would, would never say to you. In, that's true. To your face. True. So, um, yeah, that's it's kind of interesting. I actually just discovered today I work with two. One retired sheriff and one um, ex-police officer.
1: It's funny, they retire early because they can. Yeah. What is it, 20 years? Something like that. Yeah. And then they get another job. And yeah. so they're getting a good retirement, and then they're getting money. Well, the military guys do that too. Oh yeah. After they're in 20 years, then they say, I'm done. And then they get a contract job yep. that pays really well. Yeah. They, <laughs> Double they, retirement. Do, they do really well. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It
0: has its benefits. But yeah. So one of the guy, the ex-sheriff who retired, and this is his you know, yeah. second career... He's always wearing his MAGA hat and uh. he's, he's exactly who you think he would be. But the other guy, he's like, I want to say he's like 30. He's like a little older than me. So, um, they, they were talking about it. Like they were making fun of him cause he was an ex police officer and I thought they were just joking. I didn't know he was, he yeah. was a police officer and I was like, "Are you real?" I was like, "Did you were you really a police officer?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Why'd you leave?" Like, you know, that seems like a career path. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'm gonna do this for a little while, and then I'm gonna, you know, do this. And he's like, "It just sucked." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it was that bad?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I just couldn't do it for the rest of my life, so here I am." And I was like, "Fair enough."
1: It was like, remember in our old, Jared? Was it Jared? Uh, uh yeah. Criddle. Criddle. Uh, Brother Crowley, he was getting close to retirement, and uh, he actually worked in Leighton. Yeah. And uh, he, I asked him, so how's it going? He says, it's no fun. <laughs> he says, I don't like it. Because he said, it's hard. You know, he said, you, you see people at their worst all the time. You know, True, was, all huh? the time. And he said, it just wears on you. So he's retired now, but he was so happy to get out of that.
0: Yeah, I guess I never thought about it that way. Yeah. I mean, because whatever your opinion is on police, not you, just in general, yeah. the you. But that's true. They, I mean, they're not there unless something bad happens. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're not there to celebrate a
1: birthday with you. No. So
0: they don't. that's true. They only see the worst.
1: And actually, when we told him we were moving to Layton, because that's yeah. his area where he's working, he said, what street are you man? And we said, Dixie. And he says, nah, you'll be okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said there's some really tough parts of Leighton, and... Uh, yeah, years ago, I
0: saw him driving around Leighton a few times. Oh, did you? But I mean, that was I don't I didn't live in Utah. I mean, in Leighton at the time, so it was over three plus years ago. Yeah, um, I didn't even know he retired. But that's yeah, he's retired now.
1: I think he's got another job. I'm sure. I think. And he's I mean, getting a double. He's double dipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most. Of the,
0: I mean, there was a guy that I worked with um, at my old job, and that's what he did. He retired from the Navy, I think. And then he just been working for the company that I used to work for ever since. He was like, yeah, get my retirement. But he has like eight kids. One of them's still in the house, and he's like 65 or something. (laughs) Older than that. I guess that was you, huh? But yeah. But I guess he just, I think he just quit because his wife got cancer and he used to take care of her. So that's kind of sad. Oh, wow. Luckily, at least, you know, he has. He's taken care of. Yeah, he has some retirement. Because I'm sure he's on disability through the government, too, I would assume. I think most people serve are on some sort of disability.
1: I was just reading about this guy. And speaking of retirement stuff, so I was reading about this guy today. He, uh, when he was young, he was like in his twenties, I guess, early twenties, and he, uh, I, I don't know if he had a home or if he was living with his parents. I don't. I can't remember the details, but he was on vacation and somebody broke into their house and took everything and and destroyed. And so he was ended up living on the streets, and he was in a. He was living in his car. He was still working and he's still making money, but he didn't have a place to live because of that break-in. And he said, "I was still investing in stocks." He said he would take a hundred bucks a month because he didn't have a lot of overhead when he was living in the car. He said, "I'd take a hundred bucks a month and I'd invest it in stocks." And he said, "I did that even when I was poor." He said, "I was investing." Now he's a millionaire because he started really young, investing you know a little bit every month, and now he's. uh, He's a millionaire because a well, millionaire's not much anymore. But yeah, you know, okay. but that anyway, is what I'm doing. And I thought, and he said, anybody can you, you can always find some money to invest. And I thought that's that was true. Inter- that was interesting. I thought. Well,
0: they have apps around now. There's, um, I don't know that much about them, but I know one of them is called Robinhood, and I don't know. There's a few, but yeah, that's pretty much the premise: is that you can invest with as little money as you yeah. can or want to. Because I know some obviously have, you know, limits or, and stuff. But yeah, it's just all from your phone. You're like, oh, I just want to invest. You throw in a
1: couple bucks or however much yeah. money. And, yeah. yeah you I just remember do it a little bit at a time over over years and it builds up. I mean, the stock market goes up and down, but like right now,
0: it's not real well. But I, I kind of wish I knew more about it. I know I could learn, <clears throat> but it seems like such an insurmountable task because I feel like I'm not great at taking risks. So I feel like I'd have to know a lot about it yeah. to be able to like <laughs> force myself to do it.
1: Yeah. You know, it, I don't know that much about it either. I've always been in companies and I always trusted them because they had a 401k, which is yeah. where you put them. And I figured they, they're probably taking care of their employees, so I'll invest in that. And so I'm still, we still have our invest our retirement in Siemens Corporation hmm. because uh, well, they're a huge corporation. They're a huge corporation yeah. and they, and You know, they've given us really good returns when the stock market was good. You know, we'd get really good returns every year. And so I thought, yeah, we'll just stay with them. Even though I left the company, you know, semi retired, I thought, we'll just leave our money with them because they seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. (laughs) But I wish we had uh, invested more regularly. And well, and then I got laid off a few times in Silicon Valley and then. had to spend some of our time you know
0: well they say not
1: to bank on your retirement anymore
0: i mean you're at that age you're fine but for they say for our generation to not bank on getting retirement when you're older or you mean social security Security. yeah Yeah. it's like I depressing
1: but (laughs) yeah you have to take care of yourself i think because i think with the uh, the way the government spends money i i don't see how they're going to keep going you know (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Right that's the weird thing is that it doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> because we're just accruing more debt. Yeah. And it seems like the ceiling is not there. There is no ceiling. Because as soon as they hit the ceiling, then well, they create true. a new ceiling. So I'm like, <laughs> that's true. so in. 150 years yeah are we gonna own 17 trillion dollars like <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's yeah. just like oh well we need more what is, where is all this money they just print it. I don't know I, I don't know it's a it's a sore subject with me because I you hear all of these uh, you know senators and presidential uh, candidates and you know they never talk about the fact that we're in debt. And we're really, really more. I feel like they used to. Yeah, every once in a while somebody will bring it up, but you never you know, and they say, Well, we need to uh, spend money on this and you and I I always ask the question in my mind, Where's the money coming from? you know, and they they, they don't talk about that much. That's true, know?
0: they only talk about how they're gonna spend the money.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The guys that are running for office they're always saying guys and women I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, they're always saying, I wanna do this, and I want to do this, and but they they don't talk very much mm. about where we're going to get this money, and we're going to do these things anyway. It's like there's this. um Apparently, there's
0: this thing going on where they're gonna um, they're gonna put in a billion dollar pipeline from Lake Powell to St. George, because St. George has like one of the highest water consumptions of any city. Golf course because it has <laughs> nine <laughs> golf courses in the middle of a desert, right? I know. So yeah. and <laughs> I think it was um. Oh, what's his name? Um, Oliver John Oliver. Do you ever watch John Oliver? No. Hilarious. Anyway, I, you know who he is? No, he's, I've heard his name. I think he's a um, British or English um political commentator, pretty much. Yeah. So it's hilarious because <laughs> yeah he it's funny but he was talking he's like lake Powell's empty he's like they're like they're gonna take <laughs> surface water is what they call it right so they're just gonna lower the surface like an inch but that's a ton of water because of the sur- he's like there is no surface water he's like lake Powell's <laughs> empty like where are you gonna pump this it's water dropping to yeah exactly he's like he, he, yeah but which i think that's gonna be one of the major issues very soon is water Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it already is. But I think it's almost getting like, oh, well, we can pipe it in from here. We can move water here. Like, oh, maybe it'll rain more next year. And then eventually, it's going to reach that point where we're like, oh, we.
1: What are we going to do? The water. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do? Well, I thought it was interesting. The church just recently came out and they said uh, we're going to reduce the water for watering lawns on chapels. And he said, and they said some of our chapel lawns might turn brown. Yeah. He says, but we feel like we should participate in the, you know, conservation and we encourage others to do the same. And I thought, uh, ah, that means I need to reduce the water on my lawn, but I don't use, we don't use much water on our lawn. So. Well, I think
0: it's about to be Arizona in every state and there's going to be, what, what do they call it? Natural landscaping. Yeah, so you only yeah. plant things that are yeah. naturally there. I mean, no one has a lawn. Well, people obviously have lawns, but I mean, in Phoenix, you rarely see a lawn. Anyone's oh, lawn, no. It's all sure. rocks and cactuses yeah. because they don't have the water. Yeah.
1: Which makes sense, I guess.
0: Oh, I think so. I mean, at the moment, if I were to choose, I would do something like that. Yeah. Minus the fact that I have dogs. But then I think, do I want rocks and cactuses or whatever I'd put in? When I have kids someday, or do I want them to have a lawn to play in? Yeah. But I don't know. Is it going to be an option by the time I have kids? I don't know. Because, I mean, all the grass is dying anyways.
1: But. It's going to be interesting how this all unfolds. Well,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: one way to put it. I mean, yeah.
0: Our grass is not doing too hot. Which, it's not even my grass. In the backyard? It's my landlord's grass.
1: Yeah. Why is he not watering it, or just? He waters it once a week. Well, wow, that's not very much, but... I think he I waters know.
0: it for an hour once a week. Oh, well, that's like a the long middle time. of the night, yeah.
1: That's a long time.
0: <laughs> Which I don't know, because he's he's pretty... He just does whatever the city tells them. Yeah. You know, you can water once a week. I think you can water once a week for up to an hour, is what I think he said to us. So he's just like, all right, once He a just week, does it. An hour.
1: Yeah. It's funny, because I read those regulations, too. You know, they said, when you get your bill, your city... Uh, you probably don't get it. He probably gets it. Yeah. But you get the city bill and it had this whole two sided sheet about water. And if your number is pot- negative or uh, even, you water these days. If it's odd, you water these yeah. And then I read it and I thought, is this a law? <laughs> and so I read down and it said, this is suggested. We suggest that. And I thought to myself, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I water Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I don't care. But you it's...
0: water for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't so know. So it's anywhere. not like, yeah. yeah.
1: It's very short. I think, actually, we're watering for five minutes per section, you know. Yeah. But we do it three days, four days a week now. But I don't think we use that much water. I
0: mean, if you add up the amount of time you're doing, you're watering less than my landlord. You're just doing it spread out.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I When I read all that, I thought, we're not watering as long as they're saying. Yeah. So we're just spreading it out. But our lawn's getting brown in spots. And I thought, that's nah, okay. We'll just let it get brown. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> At least off. So
0: we had a strip of our lawn, and this is unrelated to watering, but it's related to the lawn, with a strip of lawn um, right off our patio, where um, all the grass has died pretty much. So in the winter time, it just became a mud pit, yeah. and that's like it's off our patio. That's where the dogs go. Right. So yeah. like all winter long, they were just making it worse. It was just you know getting worse. So we put in some sod that was extra from a family member that laid sod. And it was, we finally got it to grow and everything, but our dog's urine kills all <laughs>
1: so now. So they walk out there and pee right there?
0: Well, Maeve, cold well, and it's a female dog thing, female yeah. dog, and apparently it's worse with bulldogs. Their um, pee can kill grass. I don't think all female dogs have this issue, but ours does. <laughs> and you can, you can literally watch where she pees, come out two days later, dead. Dead. No, no green. It's just a spot dead. Like, and it's, our whole yard is just, you know exactly where she pees. And she's lazy. It's hot. Yeah. She's an English Bulldog. So she goes right off the patio, right where that strip we planted is, pees. So I was like, right when it started to grow, now it's just like a leopard print. Where I'm like, well.
1: You need to get some uh, AstroTurf and just put it right I there. I know, right? Well, and they have
0: like um, grass seed. That you're supposed to, it's like specifically for that, like dogs urinating oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't know. It's not my, it's not <laughs> it's my not your property. problem necessarily. But I also like having grass yeah. to a point. Because we go out there with the dogs, we play cornhole and stuff. So I'm like, I don't necessarily want all these dead spots. But I'm like, how much money am I willing to spend for something that's, I don't know. I guess it does benefit me. So
1: It's funny what I've been, you know, I spend, I don't spend a lot of time taking care of the yard, but I spend some, you know, I mow it, I weed whack, I try to make sure the sprinklers are, anyway, and I thought, and the other day I was thinking, maybe I talked to you about this, I was thinking, why am I doing this, nobody spends time in the backyard (laughs) anymore, you know, we, it's just there, it's just green, the dog pees and poops there, you know, I have to clean that up, but I think, (laughs) why are we doing this, and I, but I don't know, I don't know what the options are, unless you spend all the time and money to, to. Put something else in there, but every once in a while, somebody plays cornhole, you know. Yeah, but when it gets hot, nobody wants to go out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to go out there. That's
0: kind of how we are. I mean, the grass is 99% for the dogs. Yeah, I mean, we're adults, both sides. <laughs> we don't have kids, so I mean, every once in a while, we'll have a barbecue a couple times a year, maybe. Yeah, and we'll play cornhole back there. But yeah, when it's hot enough, even the dogs don't really want no. to be out there.
1: <laughs> the back there. <laughs> I
0: mean, Cole does because he's insane. But, yeah, Maeve, like, goes, pees, and comes right back. Like, she'll hold her poop in for days because she's like, I don't want to go. Or she'll go find the shade because, luckily, we have a tree, which makes it better. But, um, but yeah, our landlord's talking about cutting down our trees because he's like, they suck up all the water.
1: Yeah, but they look shaded. Yeah, I don't
0: know. (laughs) I don't see that's the thing. It's like it benefits it because it shades it so it's not so hot and not not as much water evaporates, right? But does that cancel out all the water it needs to be alive? I don't know. That's something to ask the nursery guy about. Yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, but he doesn't want to spend the money to get them
1: removed. That's expensive, so
0: it's like I don't know. But he's also worried because we have a in our so, in our backyard, we have a power line that goes, like, through the tree branches. Yeah. And it's, it's off the main power line, and it just powers these two units. Yeah. So, this and the ones over there. He's like, if that power line goes down, if we have a bad windstorm, he's like, they're not going to make it out to you guys, because they always prioritize the majority of the people. Right. So, right. if you have a bad windstorm, power goes out everywhere. He's like, you're the last place they're going to go, because there's only two of you. Yeah. So they're going to go to anything that affects more than two places right. before they get to you guys. And I was like, well, thanks for thinking of us. <laughs> <laughs> Does he keep but, it trimmed around the power lights? Uh, more or less. He never really did until we had that really bad windstorm in 2020. And then he kind of came and trimmed all the trees because he was worried they were going to fall yeah. down or something was going to happen. Um, so I think, And then he did it again this year. So I think he's more conscious of it now. Because I mean, every time the wind blows, we lose some branches. Usually, yeah, Yeah. and we we get some wind wind. here Uh, periodically. Now I feel like (laughs) growing up, we never got really bad windstorms. Yeah, when I was yeah, not too much.
1: Yeah, every once a while. But But now I
0: feel like when the seasons change, the wind is. I think it's because the temperature change is so abrupt. Isn't that what causes wind? Yeah,
1: I think think it is the contrast between the the highs and the lows. all that
0: stuff. And I was like this year we went from 70 degrees to 98 in like two days <laughs> and then back to 80 and yeah up yeah. to it's just but we got some good rain in between kind of you know i know that's what i keep telling people i'm like well we've gotten more rain this year than we have in the last few years and they're like yeah. really and i'm like yeah i think so yeah i'm like not really snow it still only snowed like what three times yeah because it was raining too but i was like i feel like in the spring and like early summer months it it rained quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I think so. But, but now we're in summer. You know, but yeah, exactly. It's hot uh, and 90 degrees. It didn't At rain least.
0: enough, so what do you do? You suffer. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. They'll figure it out. The annoying thing to me is that they only figure things out when it like hits the fan. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, this is kind of a problem. We should probably figure it out. And they're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh.
1: We're okay this year. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, this is a real problem. And they're like, well, we've been, it's like global warming. They're like, well, we've been telling you this
1: for 50 years. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, okay. So you didn't like that one? Then.
0: It's about, <laughs> it's going to come off very rude. <laughs> it said, um, what scares you most about your future? oh and there's not a lot like, <laughs> yeah not a lot out you're there 75 so. I'm like I don't know <laughs> what scares you I don't know what's left that could scare you but um, this one's better would you rather be poor and work at a job you love or rich and work at a job you hate I think I know your answer but, yeah I'd be poor yeah because yeah. you told me that I think when I was probably getting out of high school trying to figure out what I was going to do you said if you could go back you would do something you enjoyed more
1: yeah It's interesting, we've been watching on BYU TV, they have this uh, program, it's a series, called Artful. And what they do is they uh, interview uh, each program, they have two artists that they interview. And uh, they talk to them about their artwork, they show their artwork and stuff. And every one that they've done, we've finished the first series. We're on the second season, first season, we're on the second season. And every one of them love it. You know, and I think to myself, these people really love what they do. And they talk about the fact that sometimes they'll get so engaged that time goes away. you had that experience. Yeah. You know, we've all had that experience one way or another. But for them, you know, that's what their artwork does. It just sucks them in and then they're gone, you know. And then they, they, they're just so into their work. And I think that's the kind of job to have. where you just love it so much and this one guy this one old guy he's been doing artwork for many many years but now he's older and his wife will have to yell at him honey it's time to go to bed you know and he's in there to work on his artwork you know it's just fascinating to watch if you ever have a chance to watch those they're really really good artful I'm sure
0: I could find them online somewhere yeah maybe so we don't really have
1: cable but it's a BYU well BYU's free you could probably get it yeah you could probably get it on YouTube or something but uh, it's really a good program because, and a lot of these artists have insightful thoughts about life too. You know, yeah. it's funny how they've learned things about life in doing them. Cause they
0: think about everything in a different way than most
1: people. Yeah, they do. They do. And uh, so anyway, if you get a chance to watch it, but yeah, that's what I would do. I would definitely try to find something that I love. And actually in my technical writing, there were times when I was working on projects and I got lost in them, you know, yeah. it, was, it was really fun to, to get lost, but.
0: Well, I think everyone wants to hit that sweet spot yeah. where they're getting
1: paid a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> to do something they really love. Really enjoying it. But often
0: it seems like you're picking one or the other. Yeah. Like, well, and that's kind of what I thought, because obviously if I were doing what I really wanted to do, I would be cooking. Yeah. Um, which, that, that's a weird thing because Cracker Barrel, when I worked there running that kitchen, that was probably the job I worked the hardest at. Because, I mean, it went on a it busy didn't have a choice. I worked busy. I was the lead cook, and yeah. I was the best cook, not in a conceited way. I just was. So, like, I worked only when it was busy because that's when they needed me to work, right? Yeah. And I was either opening or closing the restaurant the whole time I worked there. And it was, like, probably the hardest I ever worked because it was constant. There was always understaffed. I was always caring <laughs> yeah. whoever I was working <laughs> with. But it was – I still look back, and I miss that job. And I'm like, how do I miss it? I didn't make – no any money it's not like i was cooking good food i was just cooking you know it's a chain restaurant i'm just cooking what they're telling me to but i'm like i still enjoyed it i still miss it yeah i don't know it's just it's kind of weird but i yeah i couldn't i couldn't get myself to be like oh i'd rather be happy (laughs) and poor i just that's well there's limits yeah exactly you know i think
1: your question you have to you have to think well if i actually it's funny because at one time i thought. I'm going to get out of technical... This was when I was single, so I could yeah. do this. I thought, I'm going to get out of technical writing. So I was in between jobs. You know, they'd laid me off or something. And I thought, I'm going to go work for a radio shack or something. And I went for work, radio shack for a couple of weeks, but they didn't pay me anything. And I thought, <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> not going to do this. There's limits to this. <laughs> well, especially when you become,
0: become responsible for other people. Yeah. Let like yeah. it be a wife or children or you know yeah. dogs, whatever. And then yeah. everything changes because you're like, well... You don't yeah. really have the freedom <laughs> that's
1: true and I think to some extent you can enjoy almost anything you know to some extent you can get yeah. in you can re- get into your work you know and really enjoy it but these artists you know you could I uh, like a lot of them said yeah they started on this career path mm-hmm. and then they realized like they were in college and they were in, they were taking art because it was a requirement yeah. you know they had to have these requirements so they took art and they, they thought this is what I want to do yeah. You know, and so they changed their major to art, and that's what they wanted to do. And I think, yeah, that's needed to be able to do that. You know, but
0: yeah, I'm trying to hit a sweet spot ish with mechanical engineering because I think it's something I will enjoy. Yeah. To an extent, but it also has good financial benefits towards the end. Take care of your family. Um. So I, that's that's kind of why I decided to do it because there's obviously other things I could have done that would probably make more money. Yeah. but I was like I don't think it's the one thing that I was like I think I can enjoy it enough or I'm not gonna hate going to work every day yeah yeah and still you know provide although I don't know if you make a half a million dollars a year you still can't provide so um oh I think we've talked about this what's your favorite movie Groundhog day <laughs> <laughs> boring I'm talking, what didn't it used to be? A man for all seasons? Yeah, man.
1: Sam, you have a really good memory. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but
0: Well I remember watching it but I was so
1: young I don't remember anything about it. If you get a chance, it's really a it's a classic movie about someone sticking with what they believe. That's basically what it's and it's a true story. So it's really a good 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 movie about somebody that's willing to Even at the expense of his life, he got his head jumped off. So, So
0: depending on your mood, those would be your two movies. If you want to laugh.
1: Actually, you know, now uh, I'm kind of tired of Groundhog Day. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it so many times. There's a lot of movies I like, but I just can't think of what they are. Yeah. Like, yeah, Carrie Philby is one we recently watched. Carrie Philby? Carrie Philby. Yeah, if you and uh, Carrie get a chance to watch it, I I really enjoyed that one. But there's, you know, there's a lot lot of movies. Well, to be honest, I don't really like that question. Because I feel
0: like it depends on so many different things. Yeah, it does. How are you feeling how, that day? How, yeah, how do you pick one movie out of all the movies you've ever seen in your life? You can't pick one movie. Yeah.
1: But, you know. It was easier when I was younger because you didn't see that many movies. That's
0: true. That's true. <laughs> so, well, now you have an endless amount of movies. You do. Because man. even 15 years ago, it's only what movies were released. Like two right. movies a week, usually. Yeah. But now... Through all the streaming services. Who cares what's in the theaters? You can watch a (laughs) a new movie every single day. I know. It's crazy. Well, if you had time, I guess. I I don't like this one. Would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? How do you have perspective to decide that?
1: I think you are a kid your whole life. I think you... I was talking to mom about this. My belief is that your spirit never ages. (laughs) uh, And your body gets older, but your spirit never ages. And I just think you... uh, You are a kid in your spirit your whole life. You're just uh, getting older. Your body's getting older. And so, I don't know. That's hard to explain. Except that uh, you feel the same, you know.
0: Well, I was talking to mom about that. Because I was... We were talking about school and everything. And I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm this person. I feel like I'm just doing all these things to become an adult. But I don't feel like an adult. yeah, Yeah. But then I was having that revelation where... I don't remember, we were at Walmart or something, Right. And I could tell that like kids perceived me as an adult. Yeah, I just got that feeling that they saw me as like an adult, and I always assume I you don't ever well I never really felt that transition where like I thought people saw me as you know like postgraduate. Kids, still, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, now people see me as an adult. I'm like, when does that? I don't feel like an adult. And mom was like, I still don't feel like an
1: adult. <laughs> well, you can see that in your mom. Yeah.
0: Well, true, because
1: yeah. <laughs> she's she's more fun. She is more fun. She's yeah. just fun, and she just has never lost that, uh, you know, that feeling about life. She keeps you young. She does. Which Kira does that for me.
0: Because Kira's the same as mom. She's the fun one.
1: Yeah, you tend to be a little bit more uh, uh, dour, boring. just like me. <laughs> no, you seem to be a little bit on the negative side, like me. And and both of our spouses seem to be, you know, happier.
0: It's not even. It's like. It's like just getting out of the house or doing anything. I'm just like, I just want to stay home. <laughs> I know. I'm like, mom, why
1: leave? I pay for this place. Your so. mom says, you want to get together with the hood? Yeah, not yeah, really. Exactly. You know? like, but no, I, I say, yeah, I do. And yeah. she wants to. And once I get together with people, I like it. You know, it's fun. But I just... Yeah. I tend, I tend yeah. to get in a rut, you know. And so.
0: Well, I feel like habit can be good and bad at the same time. Yeah. There are
1: some good habits, but... And that's why I worry if something happened to your mom, I think, I'm not going to do much. I'm going to just stay home and work on the yard and, you know, do my, and I think that's not healthy. You know, I've got to figure out a way to, because my mom, when my dad passed away, she got involved with, and Aunt Diane's this way, get involved with groups in the community and, you know, Diane does tap, she used to do tap dancing and mom used to do stuff. I wouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. that's And that's not me. And I think, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, I, I agree. I'll go see you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, I don't know. The grandkids. Yeah, they'll keep you young, for sure. They, they will. So, how are we doing on time, Sam? I don't want to keep you away from your homework. I know you love your homework.
0: We uh, you, you got ten minutes. So oh, okay. We're, we're about there. And actually... I should do more homework, but I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have one assignment due tomorrow, so I can just get home and do it tomorrow. Because we just took a math exam Yes, I took my math exam yesterday. So that's the only time when you get a little break. You get like two yeah. days before and two days after where you don't really have anything due. Um, like just assignments and stuff. So I'm kind of in that like I just finished my history before you got here. So it's like I kinda have like a day and a half, but Which is nice. Not really because
1: it's funny I was you know, talking to who was oh Leanne I was talking to Leanne because of this artful because Leanne's been walking in and sitting down watching something mm. with it, and I was telling her about an experience I had and my point is that in all my schooling there were a, a few times that I had an epiphany where uh, epiphany where yeah. I learned something you know I think oh yeah this is cha- this is changing my life yeah uh, most of the time it was just Doing, going through the steps and checking off the yeah. boxes, you know. But there were a few times, and one, as far as art was concerned, I, I've probably told you about this. I was finishing up my Bachelor of independent study. It was before I met your mom. <clears throat> and I had to go to a museum of modern art. I had to go to a museum, yeah, an art museum. So I went to the Museum of Modern Art in San Francisco. It's right in downtown San Francisco. And I walked into this. <laughs> it's, it's really kind of a funny story. I walked into this one room that had modern art in it. You know, and so the, the paintings were by famous artists, yeah. but they were blocks of color. Yeah. Or, you know, you know what modern art yeah. is. And there was a guard standing at the door and he was a young guy. You know, he was uh, probably younger than you. You know, he's probably early 20s. And I walked in and I walked because I had to do it for my assignment. I was there for my assignment. I walked around the room and looked at these and I stopped at the door on the way out and I said... I'm so sorry you have to stand in this room with this art, this artwork, you know. I, I feel so bad for you. And he looked at me very seriously. And he says, come with me. So he took me to each, I get emotional because it was a, yeah. it was a, <clears throat> sorry about that. <clears throat> and I told this till the end. <clears throat> so he took me around and he stopped me in front of the first painting. You know, it was, it was not a very big room. And he says, this is what I see. I look at that painting. And he described this whole uh, experience that he had with that painting. And he says, and he walked me to the next one. He says, this is what this painting means to me. You know, he, he explained this whole thing. And he went around the room. And when he got done, and he wasn't angry with me, you know, when I told him I'm so <laughs> sorry. You know, he could have said, well, you're a loser. <laughs> you don't have any sophistication, you know. But he didn't do that. He just walked around the room and told him, and I and I Changed my whole perspective of modern art. Mm-hmm. Now, when I look at a piece of modern art, I think, <clears throat> what do I see? What what do I feel? Because yeah, it, it's yeah. all about your own personal Yeah, perception, it's your interaction right? yeah. uh, with that artwork. And that was an epiphany for me. I just, it just changed my whole view. And it affected my papers, of course, that I wrote for that, yeah. you know, and stuff. But I was so impressed with that young guy. He was, he was ar- probably younger than you then, right? Oh, oh yeah. He yeah. was, uh, you know, I was in my 30s. And he was... I th- he was an art major, I think. Well,
0: yeah, probably if you're there, yeah. right?
1: But uh, I was just so impressed with him that he would take the time to do that, and not ridicule me for saying what I did, <laughs> what I said to him, and so that. But I've had experiences like that. One was in that BYU class I was telling you about. You oh know, yeah. You know, where we were talking about uh, uh, evolution. Yeah. You know, and that art teacher, <laughs> that biology teacher, was a I think you're missing something. <laughs> Did you really read this book? <laughs> anyway, and so there were certain times when I was going through school where I had epiphanies like that. And it was, it was interesting that all of the rest was kind of checking off the boxes. But then I, there were those moments, you know,
0: and I really. I feel like those moments always come out of the blue, too. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like when you, when you see those moments happen in film and stuff, it's like it's always this big event. But I find more often than not, it's all it's these very small moments uh, that I always carry with me that I'm like, oh yeah, like it just makes something click yeah, about life, yeah. right? And that made it click for you, like, it oh, did. modern art's not just oh, a two year old could do this. Yeah, so <laughs> that's like the common thing to <laughs> say, is, you're like, is, oh, your three year old could paint this. <laughs> but yeah, which I've never, I don't really have that perspective with art personally. Yeah, not, I mean, I. Not that I don't think there's any value to it, I just don't understand it because yeah. I've just never really been around it or had anyone take the time to explain it.
1: But I don't know. Maybe you'll have to take it in class. I don't know what you're. Um, I. You've probably all got your.
0: What did I take? I just took my art. One of my oh I did intro, oh yeah I, I did, did intro to fashion yeah that's right
1: so you did it a different way yeah but yeah which
0: that was a fun class but um, yeah do you, you ever wonder. I I sometimes think about people that have had an influence on my life. You think he ever th- thinks about you? I don't this know. Student that came in, and yeah. made that comment to yeah. him. Do you ever? Because th- I mean, I have no assuming idea. something bad didn't happen to him, he's probably still alive.
1: Yeah, and I thought actually when I talked to him, I thought he was just a security guard. Be- well, and I think he was yeah he was hired was kind of like an to protect or something well I think he was hired to protect the paintings because those paintings were really really valuable mm-hmm. you know they were done by really really famous artists because this is a museum of modern art in San Francisco. Yeah. you know it's got high and uh, so I think that's he was hired as a security guard but I think he was a student also yeah you know, he was going to school but uh but yeah it, the fact that I was the only one there too you know I thought he's in here, he stands here all the time. <laughs> I was just stunned by that, the fact that he had to sit there with all of us.
0: <laughs> I hope he enjoys his work.
1: Yeah. And then the other epiphany, I, I, you know, I don't, I didn't have a lot of epiphanies, but the other one was, I actually went to graduate school for a short time. I signed up for a graduate program in, in at a remote program in California, you know, and I did that for a little while. I didn't stay with the program, but and the epiphany I had there was I was working I don't remember what I was working on but the impression came really strongly to me uh, that I could do anything all I had to do is put the time in because I had the intellect you know and I think everybody does yeah we've talked I about had, this. yeah yeah, yeah. And I thought that was an epiphany for me too in that graduate program is that you can do anything you can start a business you can you know you can do anything yeah. you just have to make a decision and just do it. And because before that, I would, had always thought, "Oh, they're special people," right? <laughs> and those special those special people, yeah. you know. I yeah. had the
0: same. Um, I had the same epiphany. It was a couple of years ago. I think I don't remember what it was. I don't. I don't remember the moment necessarily. I just remember the the change of thought. Yeah, yeah. That was because, like you said, you always think, when, especially. I feel like when you're younger, you view these people or in these careers as like, oh, they're Specialized, they're special people, or they're you know Something. significantly smarter or better at this. Yeah, and then you want and I we have we share the many jobs, um, kind of thing. Because when you are younger, you worked many jobs, yeah. Right? Yeah. and I kind of did the same thing. And you kind of see like, oh, these are just they're this is what they ended up doing. Like they're, it's just another person. Yeah, and yeah. I mean there are people that are significantly better at some things, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. Like Jeff obviously is going to be better,
1: right. At, What physics and engineering, yeah, naturally than I am going to be, but it doesn't
0: mean I can't do the exact same thing he's doing. That's right. Maybe it's a little easier for him. Yeah. Maybe you know what I mean. But yeah, and yeah, and that's what's getting me. That's what kind of was one of the things that made me go back to school because I was always kind of apprehensive. I'm like, oh, it's just not for me. Like I don't know if I'm the kind of person that can go to school. Right. And then it kind of changed where I'm like, it's not whether I can or can't or whether I'm that type of person or I'm not, it's right. whether I'm willing to do it. Right. And that's all it is. That's all all of yes. college is, is that are you willing to show up to your class, do your assignments? Kind of I dark. mean, the bar is so low. I mean... It well, seems to be. Where I am right yeah, now, yeah. and I'm all <laughs> online and stuff, and that may skew my perception, but it, every, every semester, every single class, the like a few weeks in, um, the professors are always like, We've had some people that have started falling off and not doing their assignments. And they're like, this is the late work policy and blah, blah, blah. And then you see people from the introductions to the last discussion. And it's like half the amount of people. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like. They just drop out. Yeah. And i whatever. (laughs) Well, I did it. I mean, the first time I went to college, (laughs) I just stopped showing up, right? That's true. So, I mean, I kind of get it. But it's, I don't know. I think maybe those people don't have that mentality. Yeah. You know, they run into a roadblock and they're like, oh, I can't do it. You know, I'm not going to. But I think one of the big things that changed for me was when I had to write that, because I had this, I had this image of myself from high school, um, and all of my public education that I was really bad at English. I couldn't yeah. write essays. I couldn't spell. Blah blah blah. And then my first semester in in school, I write a nine page paper for criminal justice. Yeah. And I was like. I can't write a nine page <laughs> I'm like, I can't I'm not write, gonna do I can't this. write a, a page paper, I, let alone nine <laughs> pages. And it was a research paper, yeah. which is just, I mean, I can, I can BS my way through my uh, an opinionated paper right. on a topic. You know, you do your research and you're like, well, this is what I think, but like a research paper. And the whole thing was like, you, it has to be void of your opinion. Yeah. It's only it's what you research. Is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you have to fight for both sides and all that stuff. And I mean, I got done with that paper and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, I wasn't, you (laughs) build it up in your head like, oh, it's going to be so bad. I think it took me like a few hours, which I mean, I got a good score, so I could have done better, I guess, or could have done worse. But yeah, so that, I mean, I was talking to Leanne about it as well. It's like you have so much apprehension towards the future and then all of a sudden you get to that point and you're like, oh. Well, I just did it. You know what I mean? Like, how'd you do it? You just do it. Well, yeah. That's all you have to do is just keep doing it. And I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to break that habit because every week, all of me, all my assignments pop up for the week and stuff and I'm like, oh, how am I going to have time for all this? And then I always do. So I just, I'm trying to break that cycle and just be like, and just do it yeah. and not think about it. But I keep getting caught up in it. But yeah,
1: we'll see. It's funny. I learned that about work too. It's I know it's not probably time to go. But, oh, you're good. But I, I learned that about work and I thought. I'm not sure I can do this job. I'm not sure I'm as qualified as I can. And then I realized, you just need to show up. Yeah. You just need to go, and things work, things work out. All you have to do is show up and just try and things, you know, and uh, uh, a lot of people don't show up. They, they're they late or something, and you think, they look at me as special because I show up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I I, think, exactly. It's that's like you it. do the
0: bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. That
1: happened at work today. <laughs> like, um,
0: I was just we were done with what I was training with and I was back with the person that I've just been sitting with. I'm not going to do their job, but I've just been helping them out. And so we get back from what we were doing, which was pretty much taking a walk. Yeah. And then I just started, you know, helping her and finishing her workup. And, um, my lead was like, Oh, he's just such a go getter. Like he'll grow out of it. And I'm like, I'm just I'm like I'm like I'm not I I work for the government I have for a few years I'm not a go getter because I know it doesn't matter whether you are or not. I just do my job and then I sit down and wait for you to tell me to do it. I'm yeah. like I'm like this is the bare minimum. I'm like I could be doing more, I'm sure. Yeah. But, but, but you yeah, stand just, out because you're I am there, which <laughs> is nice I guess because you just but yeah, it's no one not no one, but yeah, it just seems like and if it, it feels like to me and maybe it's just as I get older, I get more jaded. <laughs> but it feels to me like the bars just keep getting lower. Yeah. So, like, just being average keeps getting higher because everyone just, like, I don't yeah. know. People complain about the craziest things at work. They're like, oh, I have to do this. I'm like, you watched Netflix for four hours. Now you're complaining about four minutes of work. And it blows my mind. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's kind of annoying when you get used to watching TV to, like, work. But, come on. What are you complaining about? Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I've had some jobs where I was working from the desk, from the minute I stepped on the floor to like when I get home. And I think that helped me yeah. kind of have a perspective where I'm like, oh, it could always be worse. That's me. right. <laughs> like, there, there are different all, jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, it could always be worse. Worse. But yeah, it's, that's what's new, which means nothing's new. It's the same old, <laughs> same old thing we're going to be talking about for the next five years. No, yeah. I'm actually very excited for the next semester. Oh, yeah. You're getting into and more meat. I mean, not quite as much next semester, but start next year, so yeah. spring, I'll be full-blown engineering, chemistry, engineering, physics, um, Yeah, calculus. That's all I'll be doing. And I'm very excited, and I'm a little apprehensive, because this is going to be when I figure out whether it's actually what I want to do or not. Right, to. right. But I can't know unless I try, so here we go. Fine. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. Adios, amigos.